ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast. I'm, of course, Nick McDaniel, and as always, I am joined by my buddy Myron. And your buddy Myron is feeling oozy today, Nick. Are you feeling oozy? Always feeling oozy. I thought you were going to say juicy for a minute, but it's easy. We're feeling oozy. Uh, yes. And we're going to talk about that a little bit, man. Uh, you know, um, but hey, I'm kind of excited, dude. I know you don't, don't spoil it. There's something coming up later this week that we haven't done in a while that I know you're going to work on. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to, by the way, is, um, I, spoiler alert, is the thing about this weekend or is it about the next weekend? It's next weekend. It's okay, 12th. perfect. The reason why I say that is because when you do that special project that we're not going to talk about here, uh-huh. we're, we're going to tell everybody, first and foremost, as soon as we have that video, Myron, it'll air over yep. on our YouTube channel. Bingo. So they'll get it early, and then we'll probably release it to the uh, general public on Monday of next yes. week. So that way, mm-hmm. if you're a paid member over there on YouTube, uh, you will get that early. It'll come out probably uh-huh. Friday, I'm guessing. So maybe Thursday, Friday, somewhere in there. Um, yep. But yeah, you'll get it on our YouTube channel if you're a member, and then it'll release the following Monday. So uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of something I want to get back into a little bit is actually releasing things. Uh, well, I kind of the show already does. You know, you get to get that early on there as well. So, and hopefully, speaking of which, by the way, I hope everybody's going to be used to being us back to our Wednesday release date. Um, yes. You know, because we are recording on Tuesdays. So, if you're a paid member, you'll get the show on Tuesday, and then you will get it. Uh, and hopefully, going forward, we can uh, stick into recording early on Tuesday, so that way they'll yes. have the entire day on Tuesday to give it a listen before it releases on. Uh, Wednesday. So, unfortunately, my professional work schedule has been like an indie booking lately, where <laughs> they they just bring me in, you know. So it's 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 settling down. I hope I'll be on this schedule for a long time now. Speaking of indie but, booking, man, hey, look, yeah. I, I you know I was going to save this for later, uh, but um, how about Cruel yes. becoming the IWTV World Heavyweight Champion? Yes. I think yes. somebody said that that's what they should do a while back, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was you. Yeah. I mean, good call. Good <laughs> call by those guys. Uh, listen, and I said it then, and I said I'll st- I stand behind it 110%. It was absolutely zero against anything to do against, because I love AC Mack. I think yes. AC Mack is a phenomenal. I've said I'm not sure why AC Mack's not on TV somewhere. That's just my take. Um, but I wouldn't know why. No, I couldn't, I couldn't give you a good answer. For that. The, but there, Myron was cruel is an, I mean, an excellent face for that IWTV brand. Cruel is magic. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. When is the last time you had a guy on the, on the indie circuits that went around and it was a scary, almost superhero, super villain type character like the like the Undertaker was, like Kane was uh, the big guy, the big monster, totally scary. I, I, he's killing it, and it couldn't be a more deserving guy too. One of the nicest guys I've ever met in professional wrestling. I, I just I I love the fact that he embraces the 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 you know the monster. Like a a, yes. a lot of people like they. It's funny. I, I said something to uh, somebody the other day, and this is this is super tangent. By the way, everybody's going to be completely lost by our format today. We're going freestyle today for a reason, and I wanted to try something. Um, but what I it's you know, it's about everybody in real life wants to be the tough guy. Everybody wants to be. I'm always right. I'm a badass. You know that kind of yeah. thing. I feel like, but here's the thing. 
everybody wants to be the tough guy, but they don't want to be a monster. Yeah. I feel the same way in wrestling. Everybody wants to be like, everybody wants to be stone cold, but nobody wants to be, you know, Kane. Yeah, uh, you know, or whatever, and the or the evil yeah. Undertaker, or yes. even back in the day, I know this is messed up. It's not the fair comparison, but uh, eighty three weeks just covered Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, you know, oh, the God. devil, brother. You know, but well, that's that's the thing. I mean, I can see shades of that in Cruel, uh, and growing up in in Alabama during the Satanic Panic, you know, where they everything was of the devil, and Kevin Sullivan's touring through Continental. You talk about somebody who was legitimately scared to death of Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. Okay. And it's, I think Brooklyn as part of that package yes. works spectacular. She's the evil, yes. you know, the, the, cause here's the thing. I always think that the, like, again, like the, the monster cruel is just paves the path of destruction. Right. Uh-huh. But there's, there's almost nothing worse, worse. There's nothing worse than a destructive monster with an evil mind behind the guy. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that's something she adds to that mix, you know, especially when grow. But now while he's out on the, you know, when he's out there alone, here's here's what I said to some, and it's, ooh, gave myself chill bumps thinking about something. Who can beat him? Like, that's just literally it, because he's such, to me, he's such a main... Like, I don't want to say main roster because that doesn't make sense in this thing. But, like, out on the indies, I sit there and look across the board, and I was like, who can beat him to take that title from him? I don't know that anybody does for a very, very long time. I don't time. think so either. I don't, and I don't think it, I don't think it works to have somebody beat him right now. He needs to tote that title for a while, you know, and, and give it more and more like relevancy. And credibility. The longer he, he makes a belt look good, I'm not saying I'm not well, little Icy Max. Icy a phenomenal champion. But here's the other thing. I mentioned this a while back. For IWTV's sake, he also creates merchandise and T-shirts and mm-hmm. uh, you know other stuff. Masks. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's some money to be made there. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, but kudos to that guy. I mean, that's a yeah. look. I, I I was gonna save that for later, but I was like. You know, the hell with that. Let's lead off the show because, I, in my opinion, that is a huge thing in the the wrestling world that happened. Um, and, by the way, in the way they did it, like an open challenge, and he destroyed him in like a minute, I was like, wow. That shows you the level at which uh, Cruel is viewed. Because think about it. By the way, here's the other thing. He's got titles elsewhere. And we're going to get into yep. that matter, you know, a matter of fact, let's go in reverse order, Myron. That's where we're okay. going to be this week. I mean, uh, you'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, Southern Honors running their big show Friday. Cannot wait, you know, to get out there and check them out. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate that you're not going to be there, but, uh, you know, yeah, me too. Happens. But, you know, like I said, work is, re- is, is re- restructuring some stuff. So I'm changing things. But that means I'll be off the next weekend and I'll get to go to wrestling that weekend. But, you got Southern Honor and Southern Fried. Yeah. Which to me is like the the big, big, big combination weekend. So. Yeah. And I, and I may drag jealous. the grandkids to Southern Fried because I haven't been in a oh. while. I've talked about taking them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I really love be Southern fun. Fried. Uh, 
I love the Southern Honor Southern Fried doubleheaders. They're great weekends. Yes. Um, so if you are local and here, and what I mean local, like here in Georgia, I'm not even talking about like, you know, the Atlanta area, because I mean, Canton is up, you know, kind of on that Northwest side. Monroe is on the East, you know, that East side of Atlanta. So you can get to one or both for that matter, you know, pretty easy depending on where you live in the state. Uh, you know, so that's just my take. Tennessee, by the Mm -hmm. way, is a super quick drive down to Canton too. So. Um, lots of stuff, by the way, cruel who we just talked about will be at Southern honor. Uh, you know, uh, Southern, Southern fried, I mean, will be headlined. Of course, uh, CT keys is their, their heavyweight champion. Uh, mm-hmm. but we are, mm-hmm. I just got a gut feeling you're going to see your, you know, your Billy Bucks, your, uh, Nick Kalins, your Hunter Jameses, you know, oh, yeah. and, you know, and more. Carly, I've looked at the uh, card. Carly Robin, by the way, will be there. We talked about him last week. So yeah, great card. Yeah, lots of cool stuff going on. But, um, hey, that's the indie stuff leading off the show, totally backwards from what a lot of people are used to. Yep. Uh, but I did want to address a couple things, Myron, that we were talking about. Uh, you put up a post that it was funny, like, clearly there is somebody in Connecticut, you know, listening to the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, because they completely looks like they're going to go away from uh, Hell in a Cell is being moved away from a pay-per-view. And I don't think either one of us think that's, that's the end of it. I think there's more to come. I've said almost since we started doing this, Hell in a Cell is a match that you use to blow off a big feud. Okay? That's your payoff for a big... It's not a pay-per-view. Because if you make it a pay-per-view, you have to book a rivalry that's going to end there. And that limits the way you can do things. And it you know you're... Go, okay, at two months out, you know somebody's they're going to have to start putting together. And it, it's it's... It's predictable. Having the Hell in the Cell is a moving match. Maybe it's at Mania. Maybe it's at SummerSlam. That makes it important to me. Okay? That's a big deal. And you don't know when it's coming. And then all of a sudden you see, I challenge you to a Hell in a Cell. And then they have the Hell in a Cell match. Like old school type stuff. Hell in a Cell is a last resort match. Yes. where you can't, you, People are interfering or Correct. somebody's running. You can't keep them in the match. A hell in a cell match would be something in in today's in today's environment at WWE that somebody challenges Roman Reigns to to keep the bloodline out, who we're going to address in a second. But yes. you know, but it, you know, what I mean, that's a hell in a cell match. Exactly, exactly. So um, it's some, yeah. it's it's something that it, Money in the Bank can be a pay per view because it's different. Because that way you you just put a bunch of guys in that, to get compete for a shot. I disagree, though, brother. I, I honestly, I mean, it, it can be. Let me back up. I, I don't disagree that it can be. I really enjoyed the Money in the Bank as part of WrestleMania because it was a great. Because you know they they create some matches just to shove people on the WrestleMania card. Yeah. To me, the Money in the Bank ladder match because they make the women's one night, the men the other night. I see that. And then the reason why you can take eight women. And eight men who you don't have to figure out a story at the last minute to put them in. They're literally, that's okay. Like, we don't have a story for these. We, we don't have to kill time and focus. We're, we're going to put those eight in each match into the women, you know, into the Money in the Bank matches. There's your storyline. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but the, the problem with that I have is 
you run the risk of somebody cashing in at Mania and not toting that briefcase. Because I, I think the longer they tote the briefcase, it's it brings more drama. Hey, even better, Myron. You one of the women wins at night one, and then the the they're like if she wins, and then the like because you know typically there's a SmackDown title and a women's title match yeah. on both each night. What if the women's is night one? Somebody wins the cash in on night two. She literally cashes in and wins. Mm-hmm. And for the men, the same exact night he wins it earlier in the night, and then later that night he cashes it in. So I, I, I well, get what you're saying because I love the the fast cash in too versus you know, but the reason why I liked it because you remember back in the day you had one year to cash in. They just said you uh-huh. had to do it by next WrestleMania. Okay, fair before enough. the next Money in the Bank, so you could yeah. cash in at WrestleMania, and you know, and it was like it wasn't a surprise thing. But anyway, I I, I like. I think we we got because we can sidebar with the best of them, right? Yes. I like uh, I and I think by the way the elimination chamber needs to be the next one to fall. I hate that it's in between the rumble. Yes. I think that match is saved until you have a vacated championship or you no longer clearly have a defined number one contender, and you yes. need to crown one. Who says the elimination chamber can't be at the? Insert random pay per view in July. Okay, so okay, let's let's just go ahead and set a rule then. The only pay per view we want to have named after a match is the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think there's talks of King of the Ring, so that's not really a match per se. That's a format. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm by the way, I'm okay with that one, which is totally hypocritical, I guess. Um, I what I think happens. Uh, what I would love to see happen is because here's the thing. I don't know Triple H. I don't know any, uh, but I think like the things you hear about him uh, and I listen to enough like road dog podcast, Kevin Nash podcast uh-huh. to say like, there's a little bit of insight they share. I would love to see him embrace history and the July pay-per-view is the great American bash. Uh-huh. Um, the October is not hell in a cell. It's Halloween havoc which, again, we'll want to talk about that in a oh, second. Oh, did you see the NXT Halloween Havoc, by the way? Loved it. Dude, I went back and watched it the other day, and I was like, this is this is just phenomenal. It was a great pay-per-view. And, here, here's, and the women had a ladder match. Here's my question, Nick, and this is going to sound crazy. Is Triple H just giving us everything? Is he going to give us too much? Are we going to get spoiled because how great it is? Because everything I see on wrestling TV right now is terrific. Sat- you know, Saturday, they're going to Saudi Arabia. No telling what's going to happen while they're there. Is Triple H the best step parent in the world? Now that he's took it over from Dad, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like he's every trying day's to suck Disneyland, right? Every day's Disneyland. Everything's been wonderful since he's taken over. Uh, look, everything's not perfect, and that's fine. And I and I don't expect it to be. But I I think here's the thing. I think we're going through the honeymoon phase. Where he is, I think he does have to be careful um, because you you have to maintain it and keep it going. Um, ask Tony Khan, right? I mean, like that's. Ugh. I mean, you know, sometimes the honeymoon phase wears off, and you got to be ready for that. Uh, yeah. Look, if you've ever been married, you know there's there, the honeymoon phase comes at some point, and then it yes. becomes a little bit of work, <laughs> and you got to work through that. Yes, once you get tired of each other, that's when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, and wrestling fans get tired so fast. 
you know, and They're fickle it, people. He's actually not just talking to when we took we had a divide we had to divide wrestling fans into two groups. Wrestling fans and smart wrestling fans. And he's making smart wrestling fans and regular wrestling fans happy at the same time. Okay. But regular wrestling fans don't understand all this minutiae behind things because they don't make it their whole life and they don't study this stuff. Smart wrestling fans study everything. We talked about this with this Bo Dallas Howdy thing. Yeah. Okay. People that just watch wrestling, like kids and just folks that'll turn it on because it's on, they saw that and they're like, oh, that's, is it another personality? Everybody on the internet's like, that's Bo Dallas because of the earring. Because we study wrestling like it's just our lives. And it's, I'm not saying anything because we do that. Oh, it looks just okay. like his uncle Barry Wyndham, you know. Yeah, exactly. That, you know. We break, yeah. people break, we break the stuff down to minutia. And some folks just watch the stuff and enjoy it. If my wife right thought, now, thought that happy. was just fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. creepy and weird. Exactly. Yeah. And is that, is that from that horror movie? Who knows? Could be. Um, mm. I did. I do like so far. I know people are already kind of like, well, wait. I, I I'm always about like I like what they're doing. I, I'm curious yes. to see where they go. And by the way, yes, the, when, you know it's funny. Eric Bischoff always talks about leave them with questions, yes. more questions than answers, because that makes you yes. want to watch next week and next week and next week's. But just I hate to tell you guys, they're doing that pretty good. They're 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 lots of stuff every week is me. Uh, you know, they just, I want to see where they're going with this. Like, yeah, eventually you have to have a little bit of a payoff, but then there's going to be more of a question that you got to follow up and ask again. Um, by the way, speaking of something weird, like catching you off guard, we were talking about this before we talked about raw, like, look, lots of things about raw were, were, were what they were. Um, so did you, okay. Two things from raw that stood out to me and they're going to be the most absolute, not the things you would think they're going to stand out for me. Um, Alpha Academy dressing like uh, the Chris Farley and uh, Patrick Swayze Chippendales things from the Saturday Night Live. Otis had on like the bow tie, whatever, and uh, Gable had on like the wig and stuff. He was the Patrick. Okay, Swayze. I haven't watched it yet, and you didn't spoil it because now you make me want to watch it more. Yeah, you know, folks, I, I worked till nine o'clock. I got home, and my my girlfriend had made this wonderful dinner, and I just sat down and ate dinner with my family, and went, then went to yeah. bed. Uh, so I didn't watch wrestling, but now I was wanting to watch it. But now that you tell me they do the Otis, how? I'm oh, gonna leave it alone. They, no, no, no. They had a match around it, so I'm gonna leave it at that, so you uh, can go back and watch it. But it was probably uh, the I didn't second. Think those two guys were capable of that. Yeah, it's the second or they third was, thing. Wow. My favorite things of the uh, on WWE television this week. Um, it was literally up there. The other one of the others that arguably is second or third uh, that I saw this week was how shocked I was when Asuka and Alexa Bliss won the women's tag team championship. I was like, tip of the cap. It was like a random insert two, you know, two wrestlers yeah. into a match to go against the stable, you know, with uh-huh. the tag titles. And, oh, well, it's going to be a no-brainer. Uh, Bianca was involved outside the ring. Bailey was involved outside the ring. Okay, you know, it's going to get, you know, they're going to main, they're going to retain and no big deal. When Alexa and Asuka won, I was like, I literally was like, I never would have seen that coming. And it was, it wasn't a, I I don't know if that it was a swerve for swerve's sake or whatever, but it was just really cool to get something that like caught me off guard and I did not see coming. Yeah. And uh, by the way, it wasn't like, when I say that, like, 
there's two legitimate women there to like they won, and I'm like, okay, let's see them with a run. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Because those mm-hmm. two characters can have a hell of a run, right? Yep. yep. Um, it also would lead me to believe Alexa Bliss is not going to have anything to do with maybe with the with the Bray Wyatt character. I don't know. Well, maybe they just need something for her to do until it's time for that. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, we'll say. Is she still got Lily? Is she still she, carrying? Well, Lily still doll? pops up on the screen when she's coming to the ring. So I don't. Really, that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of confused. So. Yeah, um, it's got me. That's know. got me totally confused. Yeah. But um, um, how about Emma coming back? Did you see that? I did. Um, I was a little disappointed that the crowd didn't, and it's not. You know, was it that it was it leaked out early, so people kind of knew? Um, has she been gone too long? I mean, we all we both think she's super talented, but yeah. I don't know, man. It was just kind of I thought the reaction was kind of flat, but uh, I'm glad she's back. I mean, she's a good she's a good you know talent to have on the roster. I mean, so I don't yeah. know. When did they stop bringing people back though? I mean, they cut they cut for budget reasons, is what they told us. And now they're just yeah. But think about it: none again. of the people he brought back are super high payroll. And maybe yeah. now that they're back out on the road, they're doing house shows again and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe some of that revenue's coming back. So maybe I don't know. I'm just I mean, maybe that stock it. apparently is doing really good from Stock's what I heard. Doing right? well enough. Trust me, I can speak from experience. <laughs> uh, it's doing quite well. I'm I'm very very happy with it to say the least. So um, mm. um anyway, yeah. I right, my wife asked me about it and I told her and she was she was really really floored. Um, put it this way, Myron, what she invested, it grew to a point that I sold half of it, and the other half is worth three times to four three to four times what she paid for the initial stock. That's a good investment. It's a good investment so far. Good investment. Yeah. So anyway, in wrestling. So, yeah. Yeah. You put you your money where it. your mouth is. I showed her is. the dollar amount what the stock was going for at the time, uh-huh. and she just baffled because she's like, "It's up there with like," she as she put it, like legitimate company stocks. <laughs> as, as she put it, like, and I'm like, "Yeah, something like that." That's about how. Yeah, it's a good translation. I do like that. But um, so yeah, man. So uh. We were talking about Bo Dallas. We were talking about, uh, hey, oh, I know what it was. Uh, I wanted to bring up because we were talking about how plans clearly have moved in different directions. Alexa Bliss with the whole, yeah. maybe she's with the Fiend, maybe she's not, blah, blah, blah. Well, the words come out that essentially, listen, Sami Zayn was supposed to eventually, I guess, turn and be paired with Kevin Owens to have a feud with the bloodline of some kind and potentially uh-huh. involve other, like, those indie darlings, I guess maybe we're going to like, yeah. I'd heard room, but I don't know who, who, who knows who it was going to be, but clearly they had literally pumped the brakes on that. Oh, because yeah. if Friday showed you anything, the wrestling world's favorite thing. And I hate to say this. I'm not even talking about in WWE, the wrestling world's favorite thing right now is Sami Zayn and the bloodline. Dude. Okay. <laughs> this whole run has changed my entire opinion on Sami Zayn. This whole run, think of all the merch they're selling just because what he's doing. Okay? I haven't looked to see how many shirts he has or how many Sami Zayn or how many honorary Oost things they have going on right now, but I bet there's a lot of them. Okay? It's, dude, when everybody broke in the middle of that bit, I was dying because i watched it live i didn't have a chance to tape it um you know because it moved onto what fox sports south or something fox sports one yeah 
so I, I didn't t- I didn't record it because I, maybe I did record it. I don't know how these these high tech YouTube TV DVRs work. Maybe they find the program. I don't know because uh, the World Series is on and the World Series is preempting uh, apparently uh, AEW this week too. Is it? Is it? It probably uh, no. They did it last week, but it's, if they get bumped, it's basketball. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, anyway, so I'm basketball. sitting. I'm sitting there watching it live. A Friday night, and I was just tickled. It was so funny. It was original. It was real. It was just a great experience to see. And that's that's not something they've done a great job on in the last few years. And it's gotten to point now. It's starting to happen, and it's happening more often. That's wonderful. That was such a good bit. Sami Zayn did such a good job. And the Usos did the best they could. But Sammy, man, when he said Usi, those guys just losing their shit. Yeah. Because you could say, you could say it, was, it was Jimmy in the background, right, that was wandering off. It was like trying to hide his face. Yeah, right. but Jay, I mean, trying to, like, put his hands yeah. on it. And, and it was funny because you could see there was a spot of Roman, like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Turned him around, like, if I'm broke, like, you're breaking too, brother. Like, yeah. you're, we're all going to be on camp. Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. I thought, but, yeah, they, I, it was funny. Um, look, was it, cause it wasn't like, I don't know. Somebody was like, Oh, that's a, it was kind of, I had literally had somebody tell me like, Oh, that's unprofessional. Like he's out there trying to break them and make them crack or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, if that, if you, if you would have told me the thing that was going to break somebody was calling them a little oozy. Like, I think it's in their own head at some point. Like they know that he's trying and it got him, yeah. you know. But anyway, uh, but I thought I just, that was in hilarious. general. I mean, in general, it's just fucking awesome. Like the stuff that they're doing. I, I, to me, it's the mannerisms. Um, like my my, I, I I never he was never like a favorite of mine. I liked him, but he was never a favorite. But I know this sounds dumb. After I watched the uh, the Broken Skull sessions with him, with Sammy uh. Zayn was on there. Like my my respect and my like for Sammy completely jumped up to another level, um, and a lot of times, by the way, that happens if you get somebody outside and you like learn a little more about them, like it just kind of leapfrogs up, in my opinion. That's in my take, anyway. That Broken Skull Sessions is every one I've watched has been terrific, and there's. Did you think Austin would be good at that? Did you ever think? Oh Stone yeah, Cold yeah. Steve I listened Austin? to his podcast enough that I knew when they started those, I knew they would be good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, did not I, I had done enough that. of his podcast to know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's money. Um, but uh, speaking about funny, if we're going to continue talking about funny stuff and let's Halloween Havoc, how epic was our truth on Halloween Havoc? How epic was our truth coming out on Raw and doing the uh, John Cena bit? How how valuable is he? I hope he gets another run. I don't know. He's old, uh, but I hope he gets at least Benjamin one more Button. great run. Like he doesn't. He looks. I mean, he doesn't look his age at all. No, and he's in phenomenal shape. Just absolutely phenomenal shape. But he's good. He's funny. He's a good actor. He's a performer. You can bring him out to host like a Halloween Havoc. You can bring him to do so many different things. Is he not probably one of the most versatile people? That they have on the roster that they can use anywhere, anytime. Oh yeah, I I think the, the problem I think is um, 
he's been comedy for so long. I don't doubt his abilities to do it. I I do have concerns with the crowd's willingness to jump him to a serious, you know, uh, if that makes sense. Like our our truth, and here's the funny thing. At the time when he was an NWA World Championship, it made total sense. Um, I'm not saying that I would ever put the world titles on him or the universal titles on him, um, but I could see like an intercontinental or U.S. champion even with that with his character. I heard maybe a, a tag run with Shelton Benjamin. Sure, even better. I think him playing off of a serious ca- guy or something oh, could be fun. Yeah. Um, I could yeah. see that a lot. So that would be that would be cool. Um, but anyway. Uh, but, uh, hey, I do want to bring up, because this is something about, uh, you know, one more run, another run. Um, how cool was it that, you know, the great Muda announces he's on his little, uh, his retirement uh, tour. Biggest and, wrestling uh, news in the world, I think. Yeah, this week. Triple H is kind of like opening that door. And I know it's Noah. It's not New Japan or anything yet. yet, And I'm saying yet for a reason. Uh, I think this day's coming, by the way, folks. Um, but for him to allow Nakamura to go back and wrestle Muda in one of his final matches, how cool is that? It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing that that gets to happen. It, it's it means something. Apparently, Nakamura was big over there for a long time. I don't know anything at all about Japanese wrestling. I know Muda. You know, I know Muda. Uh, I I just think it's epic that they're opening these doors. And we're getting to see things this big. And it's a goodwill, okay? For how long has the WWE had uh, just bad will with all the indies or, or other promotions around the world? You know, after Vince took over all the territories. Uh, and now we're they're working with people. The Seamus thing shocked me. It was okay? a surprise, but yes, but I, but yes. Because I didn't, I couldn't even see that. Yeah, I, I, I could see Nakamura going back. That, that's something you could think about when you saw it. It's like, oh, this is terrific and surprising. But the shame of letting Seamus go too. Hmm. Yeah, Nakamura didn't want to travel alone. Okay, give me travel. <laughs> I don't know. Still, I mean, still now I want to see this show. Okay. Yeah. I want to see this show. I got to find out how to get pro wrestling Noah. So. Yeah. Ask cool, Lewis. He but, could tell you. Lewis knows Lewis, all that kind of stuff. Send me the hookup on that, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, um, I, I, speaking of the hookup, Myron, uh, yeah. two things. One, Russell Cage just around the corner. Yes, Ooh, I actually purchased our tickets ahead yeah. of time this year. Uh, oh, I, I was yeah. a procrastinator last year, um, but I, I've already got the tickets, so we're all set to hit up the road. Um, so, it's the bad thing about that is it's going to make us miss some really good wrestling here. Yeah, uh, we're gonna miss um, the uh, district uh, show uh, that Sunday because we'll still be there. Or actually, we when that show's running, we'll probably on the road coming back. Yeah. Um, so that will be disappointing uh, that we'll miss that show. Um, I have not decided yet for sure. Um, honestly, I, I'm assuming, and I shouldn't assume. Southern Fried will probably run Thanksgiving night. They typically do. I I saw something. Yeah, there's um, a couple other promotions doing it in Georgia right now. Um. Listen, I'm blunt. If I'm going to a Southern, I mean, to a Thanksgiving show, it's probably going to be Southern Fried. Yeah. Uh, they usually pull out all the stops on th- Thanksgiving. So, uh, you know, Todd Sexton and David Manders, take my money on Thanksgiving, yeah. right? You know, uh, oh, or yeah. hell, if the grandkids are here, I might take them. Who the hell knows? I'll take them to that one, too. Oh, 
So, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, cause even it was funny, we were doing Halloween last night with the family and, uh, mm. the wife pointed out that, you know, Thanksgiving, we got to eat by this time. Cause dad typically, if he's going to wrestling, he's taken off at about, you know, five, he's going to be leaving. So we need mm. to be done and cleaned up before he leaves. So I'm like standing from afar and I heard that went <laughs> prep them up, woman, prep them up. You got, you got, you got a, you got a, a, a planned executed holiday tradition now yeah we were talking about going out um because most of my family goes to my brother's lake house uh on thanksgiving uh we don't because i'm going to wrestle the next day and i also probably work the day before thanksgiving so it's usually in a weird spot and the kids one's in college one's uh, working full-time uh i don't know what melissa gets off for the holidays i've begged her and begged and begged and begged to get to go to southern fried on thanksgiving uh, she always says you better not, and she don't really lay her foot down with me very much, but that's been something she's not been able to budge on. And I you know, we cut out that one, especially like if there's nothing, if the day's done and it's over, like yeah. what? I, she wants to sit around and just family all day. Well, I know that one kid's going to want to go to the boyfriend's house. The other one's probably going to want to go do this and that. Yeah. And I mean, I don't mind. I'll just sit here. I mean, if I have to, I'll just sit here and drink bourbon all day. Well, there's and, that. Uh, too, pack, so. And pack for Russell Cade. Yeah. Uh, so. Because, I, dude, I'm so stoked. The talent list is amazing. And on top of it, Alan Angels, somebody we've seen since he was a little kid, working for Impact now. He's going to be on the Impact show. He's going to be there. I sent you the link to that match he had, that X Division match. I saw it. Yeah. Dude. Dude. He's looking great. Yeah. I think Impact's a really good, solid place for him. Oh, 100%. It'll be a good place yeah. for him to keep working and keep, you know, keep getting yes. that exposure. Uh, I 110% agree with you, man. I think it's um, it's a really smart move. Um, so, you know. Um, I, God, my autograph, I got to start, like, hiding money so I can get those autographs. You gotta, and you got to plan it out, man. That's the other part. You got to plan oh, yeah. it out. So, because uh, lots of stuff going on. By the way, shout outs. I mean, I've got uh, in my Whatnot show, Dennis, that we met up there, he's uh-huh. uh, he's been in there. Uh, hey, you know, Dennis. The group. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look, think about it this way. It's like, who are you most looking forward to seeing? You know, my wife asked me, and I'll go, uh, Rafe and Dave and Dennis and Dave, you know, Gillespie. And, uh, yeah. you know, I start, and she goes, who are they out there? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're not wrestlers. Like, that's who they're I look funny. forward to seeing at WrestleCade. Oh, yeah, it's the fellowship. It's yeah. the fellowship to me that's the most important part, yep. you know, and that's also why I go to wrestling because the fellowship. Too. Yeah, uh, I didn't forget you, Reggie, either. By the way, so so anyway, Reggie. But... Okay, Reggie is like a ghost because you'll just be standing around and Reggie. Reggie comes into the picture. Reggie's always wherever we go, wherever there's belts around. Reggie's there. And you see pictures of him. Reggie's there. Every time there's belts. God, and he's cool as hell, too. Reggie's never at the bar, though. I miss Reggie. I said, anyway. But anyway. Well, we spend uh, too much time at the yeah. bar. But then again, um, that's how we meet more famous people. And true. more buddies. Yeah. But I mean, you know, look, but we've met a lot of good people. And especially before we take off this week, I wanted to bring uh, our friend Derwin Baker sent in a couple topics to talk about. We're going to get into some of that tales for the territory stuff later, by the way, Derwin. I've That's got why to catch I didn't up. get into that. Yes, uh, well, I, I want to go through them all 
because uh, you know, like, you know, and look at him. That's kind of the why. Uh, but I he did he messaged about the uh, the Von Erich movie that they're working on, uh, and it looks like who was it? Zach Efron. He's like uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. he's the main yeah. So here you know what what's your takes? I'll start there, Myron. What's your takes on what you've heard on this Von Erich movie so far? Um, my I I really haven't heard that much. I am, you know, if if that's really if they do like a really accurate representation, that's like one of the saddest stories on earth. One of the some of the most disturbing that that uh what dark side of the ring they did on them. Yeah. I knew most, I knew most of the stuff, but I'd never seen it put together in like a chronological order with all the stories. Jesus. It's going to be overwhelming. And if it's, if people can look past the point it's wrestling and look at the, the people and the, 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 just the tragedy of the story, that could be an Oscar winner. That's insane. Dude, that has to be the saddest story in professional wrestling. And I, I, a business full of horribly sad stories. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, see how people react to it outside of the wrestling business. Yeah, just uh, because I think people that your average Joe doesn't know. I mean, there's some. It's it's their life story is almost like written like a movie. Uh, it's yeah. a tragedy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it is like I mean, it's movie level like drama and you know the depth and all of the uh, the challenges and um and I and look I mean I, I I will tell you that I am excited in the sense that they actually appear. I mean, look and I, and look I I know I'm probably going to catch some flack for the statement, but if Zac Efron's in it, that sounds like they're at least putting a little bit of money into it. And you saw how much he got cut up. You yeah, saw how, he's, how jacked, he's been yeah. working. Yeah. Because every one of those on Eric's was in phenomenal shape. And probably mm-hmm. Kevin the most. And so he's playing Kevin, right? Carrie. He's playing Carrie. Carrie oh. was the biggest of jacked up one. So, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I think he's playing Carrie is, uh, you know, so, um, it's not going to such a tragic figure. It's not going to end well for him, but, um, no, but I, but my thing is, is if they're putting that kind of a budget into it, that's the part of me that's like, okay, well, I think this has an opportunity to do well if they are investing that time, if they are investing time and money into it, hopefully yes. we'll get something, you know, that it's, uh, but unfortunately the story is written and so we know how it's going to go. Um, so, but I hope in the grand scheme of things, I hope they, they pull it off. That's my, that's my hope. So I, if it's not, if they can, if they can make it appeal to people outside wrestling, it'll be a huge success. And, and it should, it's, that's the key thing is it should because of the, like I said, I think, you know, Oh, it's Zach Efron. Maybe that'll draw some eyes. Um, you know, if they put enough budget, put enough advertising in it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but like you said, it's uh, my, my whole take is that their life is written like a Hollywood movie, even though it doesn't completely end well, it's still, there's lots of drama and stuff to go in there. Um, but throwing that, you know, Hey, thanks for sending that in. We were just, yeah. I wanted to make sure we touched on that because, uh, I saw the, what, I guess it was this week's, the pictures leaked of him yeah, all jacked up and stuff, getting ready for the role. So, uh, I'm oh, just curious man. to see about all the rest of it for sure. But, um, uh, here's, here's one thing I wanted to talk about and I forgot about it to the last minute. Okay. Jake Paul and Silva. I did not watch it, but I saw a lot of highlights. 
uh, ended in a decision for Jake Paul. Every highlight I saw, Silva was just knocking the shit out of him. Did you? Did you? I didn't watch it, it. I didn't pay for it. I mean, I'm. I'm. That's no. just not my cup of tea to pay for. No, I don't um, like. But real he. I mean, listen. It. I mean, if he won, he won. I mean, it doesn't stun me uh, that he won. By the no. way, Anderson Silva's not a boxer, and I and I jokingly tell you that you probably saw the clips that whoever you were watching wanted you to see. Uh, uh, if if it creates controversy to see that and you because. It effectively uh, worked that you're like, whoa, did he really win? Guess what that means you want to do? Uh, well, then we should see a rematch, and then they can book a rematch. I mean, uh, that's just my take. I got worked. I got worked <laughs> by the real world. Ah! Boxing works people just as good as pro wrestling, by the way. That's that's a regular so, statement. So I then mean. Logan Paul has his big match this weekend in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Crown Jewel um, this weekend, brother. I mean, think about that. This weekend, Crown yeah. Jewel. Um, and, uh, uh, Auburn, sorry, Georgia and Tennessee. Probably the biggest game of the college football year so far. Uh, Those are going to be at the same time, aren't they? Well, I'll be at work, so it doesn't matter. Um, I I don't watch uh, college football or listen to college football at work because of my inability to, to not curse loudly during college football games. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and just look at the score occasionally on my phone. But uh, And then I'm going to come home. Well, the good watch. news is if this new robot technology that I heard about will replace all of the pharmacy techs for you, then you won't actually even need – you'll be able to throw the cuss words around because it'll just be you in there. Oh. I literally heard – so, by the way, if you don't listen to Bill Burr's podcast, there was a, <laughs> it was funny. There was a guy who went on this long uh-huh. diatribe about how he, the machines are going to replace the uh, pharmacy techs and filling the prescriptions – because he works for a national chain slash retailer slash pharmacy mm-hmm. things that starts with the letter K. But he said, but then he was, mm-hmm. as he was saying it, he goes, but don't read that out loud on the air. And he goes, okay, Roger, I won't read that. <laughs> <laughs> so Roger, who works for a retail slash pharmacist that starts with a K with a uh, 2,200 <laughs> locations, Kroger, um, I guess. Actually get a lot more. Yeah. That apparently they were looking into uh, automotive robots for, because they said in the testing that they did, uh, believe it or not, the, the machines were more accurate than the humans. I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> uh, and the machines will replace us. The The good part about it is um, they're still going to need me, and I don't have that much longer to work. There you go. <laughs> well, he said the next <coughs> three to four years. Is it would take for them okay, to actually I, probably I still got to work. I still got to work longer than that. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, but then even then they would still need you for a while. Like they would have to figure it yeah. all out along the way. Um, yeah. But anyway, I don't know how I side, but I thought that was the funniest story of, cause you know, as Bill Burr puts it like, look, the robots are going to replace us anyway, because he goes, instead of working for sociopaths and creating machines that are eliminating the need for humans, why don't you find yes. a machine that determines who the sociopaths are and create assassin robots to kill the sociopaths? <laughs> we'll all be better off in the long run. Because <laughs> it's always, he goes, there's yeah. always a genius, but the problem is the genius always ends up working for the sociopath. <laughs> and you're like, uh, that's no not comment. incorrect, actually. N- no comment. I've only worked in retail for 30 years. Yeah, exactly. I've never, I I've never encountered anything like that. 
no, CBS. Never in um, the least, though. Anyways, so there's Ooh. my the humor to end the show this week. Anything else, man? Before yes. we get out of here, I, I, I no, wanna... no. I'm I, I. How good is it to be a happy wrestling fan with nothing to complain about? At least you got to make it like right. I always tell people make the effort not to complain about something. Because uh, you know, and it's you something that struck home. Though, it struck a chord with me, and I, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I'm going to share it. But before I do, Myron. Before I share yes. my, my, my life uh, lesson that I learned from one Mick Foley, I do want to plug, make sure you're checking us out on our YouTube channel, Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast, <laughs> Tapped Out Podcast Network. Uh, you know, hey, if you want the show early, want some stuff early, like the bonus stuff that we throw in, uh, like, hey, kudos to, you know, it's only there on YouTube where you find stuff like the uh, Black Adam review that author oh, MB yeah. Moody did for us. So, you know, that stuff's exclusive to YouTube. Uh, it is not on our, you know, uh, podcast channel. Uh, that's, you know, look, most of you, if you're listening to us on the audio, uh, we only do the wrestling podcast, and that stuff's on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere and everywhere there is a podcast platform. That's where you will find the wrestling podcast, but that wrestling podcast alone. Uh, make sure you're subscribing to both, because I'm definitely on the YouTube channel, by the way. You get a lot of that extra stuff that I think you'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, now, because you listened through that, I'll share my life lesson before we get off of the air. Mick Foley and uh, Conrad. Uh, Mick Foley's, by the way, if you're not, how many podcasts do I have to fucking listen to in a week, right? Because to, to, I share <laughs> constantly. Like, oh, you should listen to this one. You should listen to this one. Yeah. Mick Foley is one to add. Um, in the latest episode prior to us recording this episode, um, they went down a rabbit hole on concussions that just, really um that stuff by the way because i'm a big sports you know nfl you know college football uh fan and stuff that the concussion thing is really something that i followed for a while um just a really good conversation about this but that's not what i learned it's funny that he brought up the fact because they were talking about you know just they were talking about dixie carter they were talking about so, you know, a little bit of stuff about tony khan um, and about like, he said like, what kind of self-deprecating fan base do we have to be that somebody like Dixie Carter and Conrad says this is a lot. And, and he said in Tony Khan now, and I, and it's something that I kind of was like, Nick, you're probably a little guilty of this. Is wrestling better with Tony Khan or without Tony Khan when you're honest with I yourself? Think- I think it's better with him. It, absolutely. Uh, because it gives us another thing to watch. It gives us another thing to look at. Um, it gives how many wrestlers jobs that wouldn't have jobs right now? Competition. There's competition. Competition it, makes everybody stronger. And it's funny. He, Mick says, they say they don't see AEW as competition. But we know that that's not true. And they know they're better for it being there. Mm-hmm. But his take, again, was... Dixie Carter gets crapped on a lot. TNA, LOL, blah, blah, blah. But think about how many jobs she created or she kept, you know, for so long. Yeah. I And I, you know, and it's funny because Rachel, uh, my wife, sorry, we were having to talk about it. God, how to be married to me and have to listen to these bullshit conversations sometimes. It just makes me laugh. Um, yeah, that, yeah. But I was that, talking about the whole thing and she just kind of was like, you know, well, you know. And I'm like, but there's people that she knows when I say their name that it strikes a chord. Yeah. And I said this in hindsight. I don't know that it's 100% accurate, 
but you can't tell me that I'm a, that I'm 100% wrong either. If there's no Dixie Carter, is there an AJ Styles? Because TNA gave him that long run there. Now, look, you could make the argument he still would have been good enough that he could have been in Ring of Honor and New Japan and rose to the... But I'm like, but are you sure about that? His rise to heavyweight championship level being... Because think about it, in TNA, eventually he was rubbing shoulders with Ric Flair and Mick Foley and H- Hogan. and Yes. So I'm like... Connections. It gave him exposure in America. Getting exposure in Japan is hard to translate into American exposure. You know, he was in front of your casual wrestling fans, people who watched TNA at the time. So, so as much as we'd like be to tough. crap on him, I think this is where I talk about it struck chord to me. You need to be positive, not just about wrestling. How about everything? Like I, I you know, I wanted to see the Black Adam movie, and I saw, and I, I posted the review for a reason. But you just see, like, I always look at it and I said, um, somebody asked me the other day and I said, Twitter, uh, wrestling Twitter's the worst. I don't even uh, go on there anymore. But uh, it's just a cesspool of everybody hating on the other side. Um, and then, like, the need to go on, like, here's my take. Here's the funny thing. I actually said something and I'm not going to, I don't, I can't even say specifically who it was because honestly, I can't remember. But I remember reading somebody's expert review and I thought of myself, to be honest with you, at one point. I'm like an expert, you know, like Joe Schmo review of Black Adam, and they basically shit all over it. And I understand you could tell me like, yeah, I didn't like it, but there was a part of me that was like, you just went on like a four paragraph rant about how terrible this movie was, and I'm like, the funny part was, I'm like, but I don't really care if I'm still gonna go see it. I'm still gonna go see it because I, I always tell people like, in general, you're not changing people's mind on social media. So why be so negative? I think you went if you really got a point, you can get it across a lot more with positivity. People sure. will listen to positivity. Um, I know people are drawn toward negativity, but positivity I think makes the biggest thing. And that's one thing I work hard on all the time is trying to stay positive and try to, to keep a good outlook on things. Uh, and I think it's better for the world. Mick Foley's got to be one of my top favorite human beings, you yeah. know, of all time great guy uh, but you were talking about comic book characters nick what are you doing with tapped out collectibles uh the, the whatnot stuff's doing super i mean really good i've got actually the funny thing is i've got some people that i know that are subscribing now to the podcast from everything we're doing on whatnot uh-huh. uh i run shows a couple times a week so we're selling uh dude i've creatively gotten really unique on it i'll tell you one thing that it's and you'll actually i haven't even gotten into telling you about all of the things we do um, because it's more interactive show, it's not like auction after uh-huh. auction after auction on whatnot, like a lot of play- people do. Mm-hmm. We play a lot of games on there. Uh, we play a game called Left, Right, Center, which basically I, if like, let's say Myron wants to play for a hundred dollars, he says, Hey, I want to play for a hundred bucks. So I'll go get three graded comics like behind me. I'll get one that's like a uh, 75, one that's a hundred, one that's 125. Or I let the person tell me, Hey, I want a wider split. I'll get a $50, $100, and $150 comic, put them to my right. I shuffle them around like the old, uh, the old uh, egg, uh, the you know, card game, game or whatever, shell game. Yeah. Uh, then I kind of put my hands where the, so everybody can see them. They pay, for their, they pay for their slot to play, and then I'll go left, right, center, and they say left, right, center, and then I turn the camera so they can see the three, and I flip over the one 
that they pick, left, right, center, whichever one they picked, I flip uh-huh. it over. That's the book they get. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I mean, you know, but I try to tell yeah, them, like, look, still- in most scenarios, if I gave you a $100 book and a $150 book and a $50 book, two of the three, you're at least going to break even or do better. One of them, you're going to Yeah, your odds, your odds are real good on that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there, another one that we play on there, by the way, a lot of people love this one. Uh, basically, I will if I get like a $50 comic book, I'll say five people play 10 bucks. It buys you a slot, and they have these great, this is a black, I can't believe people get a kick out of this, but they have these duck race simulators online. And basically, I you assign names to the ducks, and you just click it, and then the ducks like run a race, and then the winner gets the prize. Like, the winner gets the book. So everybody pays an entry fee, essentially, to get in. And you can do, it's like a duck race, yeah. So uh, it's, oh, cool. listen, it's a blast. I, basically, I turn the camera, I have the duck race running on another screen, and the duck race runs, and they're like, yay, congrats. It's like a great community involvement where everybody's just chatting and going back and forth. Uh, and then the last but not least, we have a, there's a, a wheel spin simulator uh, on, the, on, the, on the computer. And basically, I'll type five names in, or like I'll say a $100 book. I go, five people pay 20 bucks to get you an entry in. Put the five names on the wheel. It spins the wheel, and think it you know lands on somebody, and that person wins. So I always tell them like, hey, we'll either do the wheel spin, or we'll do a duck race simulator, or whatever. Um, they did a they did a funny one, by the way. They for Halloween they've got like the monster race simulator. So it's like oh, Frankenstein cool. and Dracula and the woman, you know, running and racing and stuff. <laughs> so just fun. It's fun. I mean, literally, it's just fun. But we're selling comic books and you know stuff like that. And I've done some trading cards and some random stuff is giveaways and stuff mm-hmm, for fun mm-hmm. too. So yeah, it's been, it's been fun, man, so far. So, and we have a lot of people That's that believe cool. it or not come in there and just chat about wrestling. So that people will wow. ask me like, cause you'll be amazed at what I've learned that people are old school wrestling fans. Like, Oh, I've been a yes. fan since I was a kid. Andre picked me up when I was a kid, you know? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of telling stories like that. So yeah, check us out, man. Over on whatnot. By the way, Myron, if I had to tell you, Hey, we're on whatnot, what would our screen name be? Uh, Tap Out Pod. That is correct. Our, so basically, if you're looking for our store on whatnot, it's just Tapped Out Pod. Because where's the eBay store? Tapped Out Pod. It's I mean it's yeah it's Tapped Out Collectibles. It's I mean literally it's everything. <laughs> so I always t- and that's funny because they're asking me like, hey, do you have an Instagram account? Yes, I do. What's your handle? I was like, it's Tapped Out Pod. What's your Twitter? Yeah, it's I Tapped Out Pod. What's your handle on YouTube? Tapped Out Pod. They're like, oh really? What's your email? Tapped Out Pod at Gmail dot com. And they're like. I just see a theme developing. Yes, that's correct. Branding. It's all about branding. Branding, folks. branding, branding, branding. So speaking of branding, there's some famous words that people are looking for, Myron, every show when we go home. So what's the old saying, brother? If I've got nothing and you've got nothing, what time is it? It's time to tap out. <laughs>